the only podcast in the world not talking about, you know what, Gotcha Bombers. Hey everyone, welcome to Bombers. My name is Spiegel Wee, and joining me, Deg. <laughs> you, you added that to the opening line, didn't you? Do you want to do it again? No, I thought it was good. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, we'll just keep <laughs> just it then. by surprise. Zyber is also... That's why you read it before, you know, you do it. I had read it. Zyber you changed it before... Uh, whatever. Yeah, I think I'm here. Yeah, uh, about five minutes before recording, uh, Zyber informed both of us that he uh, was dying. Uh, he is slowly dying, and by the end of the episode, he may be dead. Um, so we'll see. That'll be the suspense that should keep you guys all locked in until the very end of the episode. It wouldn't be the first episode to do this. The thing I'm most excited about while adjusting my mic, sorry about that, is that next week's Zombie Kill of the Week is going to be legit. Don't worry. I'll keep all of it in, including the adjusting of the mic. I'm editing this week, so everybody enjoy the random barrage of sound effects that are about to hit your ears. Belch. <laughs> A lot of great noise. That's brisk baby <laughs> what are you drinking are you drinking brisk <laughs> no but it has bite little brisk iced tea no nah, it has bite 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 flavored brisk iced tea what barks has bite what's our first segment gentlemen as we get two minutes into the show and haven't said anything worth listening to yet uh the first segment should be the intro oh wait i did the intro what's the next segment on the document We'll find out if people are looking at the document. Make or not. sure everyone read the document to find out whose turn it is. Oh gosh. It appears <laughs> it's my turn to talk about drinks and foods. It's back. The it's segment back. where we either drink food or eat drink. What? That's right. Zyber and who has the item that we are consuming this week on drinks and foods? I don't know. Who's hosting? Dag. Oh, it's me. I have this bag full of weird foley work. No, it's a bag of weird Japanese snacks. How much of this should I now, eat? Because literally, it's a giant bag full. Well, let me ask you this: Is it like a is it like a bag that you would get Doritos in from you know the store, or is it a like sandwich bag with a bunch of different bags in it? It's an Ann Taylor gift bag. Who is Ooh, Ann Taylor? I just I have no idea. Some sort of store, she is. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up while you consume some of these snacks. So she does. Describe some of these snacks uh, to us, please. Um, Do you have any Kit Kats? There are roughly six or seven um, cylinders. There's a regular, plain, standard cotton candy Dum Dum. So I'm not sure how that got in there. That's not Japanese. It could be. Of course, it is. Uh, three atomic fireballs, which yeah. are also not Japanese, so put those aside. Oh, look. So, uh, so, so far, this entire bag has been one big uh, arrangement of false advertising. Um, so there's two, four, six, eight cylinder candies. I don't know what they are. Also not snacks. Japanese. Um, they are from Denmark. Like pixie sticks. There's one thing of what looks like just dried mozzarella cheese on the package. 
Oh, that one sounds thing, good. That's that's from Italy. One thing that is apparently just ramen candy. I'm kind of excited about that one too. Um, this one is a. That's from China. This one is just a small thin chunk of squid, I guess. That's from South Korea. This is some sort of Japanese Slim Jim. What the? That's from Honduras. Okay. I don't know. And a frog face with something in it. That's from France. So, what should I go for? Want to <laughs> grab a random cylinder? What do you? What do you guys? What do you feel like subjecting? Go for the cylinder. There are eight cylinders. Oh, and like a lifesaver thing that somehow got mixed in there. That's interesting. There are eight cylinders. I'm gonna eat the purple one. Awesome. Oh, the purple one has what? So the packaging. There are two orange, two red, a green, a yellow, a brown, and a purple. I have decided. Are on the, the cylinders themselves colored, or is it like packaging? The, the, is it a cylinder inside the packaging the, that's colored? I'm a little confused pack- with how you're describing. It's the packaging on all of them. I don't know what it looks like inside until I open it. I have no idea what's going to be okay, in we'll this open. one. There's no description on it. Open it. Oh, open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Well, it's it's like a six-inch Cheeto that is hollow in the middle. It is a six-inch hollow Cheeto. It's like a, it's like about an inch in diameter. Yeah, it's stuff in your face. Right in the mic, my friend. How is it? Is it like flaming hot? It's like a barbecue Cheeto. Ugh, barbecue flavor. That's disgusting. Try something else. No, I'm, I'm gonna finish it. To I actually, this is pretty good. It's literally, it, it's a barbecue Cheeto. That is what this is. All right, almost pretty good. I'm willing to eat more now. I have not been offended yet. Should I go for another cylinder? Try the frog. Do no, do the frog face. Frog face. It's a little plastic frog face with... How the heck do you open this? With a, with a knife. What if I use a nail from hanging up pictures earlier like in a, this room? Like a rusty nail? Alright, I'm, I'm fairly convinced that this is full of just literal actual frog eggs. Tiny little... Like caviar. Tiny little green... Balls. I don't know. This one I'm going to be... I'm only going to eat one of these at first. I'm going to cleanse my palate with some barks. Uh, by the way, Ann Taylor is a women's apparel chain focusing on fashionable office wear, casual separates, shoes, and accessories. Alright, let's eat this little ball. The one here in my hometown has a 4.7 out of 5 star review on Google Reviews. So, I should go check that place out. It sounds like a a high class establishment. It's next to the Chick-fil-A. That must be high class then. It's very sugary, whatever this is. It reminds me of something specifically, get, but I don't know what. Get some chicken and then pick up some fashionable office wear. And then... Put your fashionable office wear on while you eat your chicken. Oh, uh, you know what it reminds me of? It's like a sugary version of that, like, bubblegum paste that they use on your teeth whenever you go to the dentist. Oh. That's disgusting. I hate that stuff. <laughs> you choose the bubblegum flavor? I always go for strawberry. 
Usually, I don't. You're talking. You're talking about the um. Uh, what, the oh, fluoride shit, what is treatment. It called? The fluoride. Fluoride. Yeah, they have a caramel flavor at my dentist's office, Ooh, and I usually really? go with that one. That sounds because good. Because it, it's disgusting, huh. but it tastes exactly like caramel. And I always make the joke. Uh, I feel like I shouldn't be having this at the dentist's office, and then they kind of give me like a weak smile, and then because they hear you know, that from everyone, probably. I don't know. These are these are fine. I don't hate them. Should right. I do one more? Uh, we kind of a lot to get, we kind of a lot to get to. Do one more, just one more quickly. Um, I'm gonna do whatever this weird looking Slim Jim thing is. It's a very busy podcast. Like a, very tiny Slim Jim. This one probably, I imagine, will be gross. Ooh, it feels greasy like a Slim Jim. Uh-oh. Slim Jims are kind of gross, so that checks out. Cool, it's a Slim Jim. This was this was disappointing. I gotta be honest with you, <laughs> listening to you chew that was like the most disgusting auditory experience I've had on this podcast. <laughs> and I've listened to like 33 of these episodes already, and that was by far the worst thing. So no, apologies you're... to whoever is listening. For what it's worth, that was the worst thing that I've had to eat on this podcast because it's Slim Jim. Ugh. Yeah, let's so, move on. Uh, I'm done with this. That was it. That so, was the thing that made me not want to eat anymore. In summary, uh, Ann Taylor's selection of Japanese snacks, um, pretty average at best. Yeah, I'm sure if I eat more of these later, we'll get into some interesting stuff. But those ones were fairly disappointing as far as Japanese snacks are concerned. Barbecue Cheetos sounded interesting. Yeah, but it was a Barbecue Cheetos, Iber. You could probably buy a Barbecue Cheetos at your little... Well, you probably can't right now, but... I've never seen a barbecue-flavored Cheeto ever. Only cheese-flavored. I don't... I don't know what to tell you. Speaking of buying things, I have a question for you guys. What is the question for us? Would you buy it? Question mark. That's right. Would you buy a question mark where we come up with video games and tell them to each other and then try to figure out if we would buy it? There, I did the introduction. So here's are we a game. Even, are, uh, let me stop you for a second. Are we even trying to appeal to anybody who's never listened to the show before at this point? Or are we just banking 100% on return business? Because I we could just like explaining the things we do every time. I mean, we could just easily skip what the segments are every time, at the, I think, at this point. You think? Because what if new people start listening, or what if one of us forgets what the segment is, because I've done that before? I think the latter is more likely, so maybe you're right. Maybe we should keep it. So I came up with this video game. I want to know if you guys would buy it. (laughs) Okay, what is it? Is it good? (laughs) If if it is, I might buy it. It's not, probably. Actually, I think it's hilarious. Okay. Um, So you know that Food Network show, Guy's Grocery Games, where... They run around a grocery store, picking like just looting stuff off of the shelves. I do not make a habit of watching shows where people run into grocery stores and steal things. No. (laughs) You know that one game called Sixty Seconds Exclamation Point, and it's about grabbing up things around your house because the nuclear strike alarm went off, and you have sixty seconds to get what you can and drive into your fallout shelter, and then the rest of the game is surviving based off of what you picked up this sounds entirely like the reason that content bloat is such a problem in today's society well the game idea that i had is like those two things combined um you just you mercilessly hoard supplies from a grocery store to prepare for a two-week quarantine and then have to play through with the supplies you got 
Uh, it's it's an FPS game. I feel like it'd be a challenge to see how little stuff can I get and still win. Like a swordless yeah. playthrough of the original Legend of Zelda type situation? I think more like Oregon Trail. Like, ooh, I wonder if I, I'll do this run without toilet paper. I'll do this run without food. I'll do this run without sanity. Can I do a run where I just skip the grocery store? No, it requires you to buy at least a pack of gum. Yeah, you have to at least expose yourself to the grocery store. So what, do you, I, what do you think, guys? If I exposed myself to the grocery store, then that would be a different <laughs> game entirely. I think it sounds like a plausible game to play, yes. Spiegel? I am not. Would, would, no, would, you, I, would you? I'm not good at FPSs. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to stick oh. to purchasing other games starring Food Network stars, such as Martha Stewart Wall Street Simulator 2005. Isn't that 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 has gameplay very similar to exposing yourself to a grocery store, though? I mean, that's like part of the game, but like that's not the main part. Like that's like a a, a mini game. I'm bored of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Uh, I don't know. Uh, um. Oh, next is looking at the document. Man, we are low energy this week. We gotta build up the energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. Then I know you well, are. Yeah. Again, he is literally dying. Well, 45 minutes. Everyone, hang in there. 46 minutes, and you'll know whether Zyber lives to the end of the episode or not. This is bombers. It's like yeah. that book. John dies at the end. I think I need, like, a spicy Cheeto to clear up my... Everything? Yeah. I should mention, um, if you are wondering why the tenor of my voice is a little bit different this week, perhaps uh, some longtime listeners have noticed, uh, my wife is asleep in the other room at this moment, and uh, I'm trying to speak at a low register so as not to wake her, as she is now working third shift at work, which is the opposite of my shift. But uh, I am still sacrificing my relationship with her, to bring you this wonderful program. So you're welcome, everyone. Thank you. We love you, we love you too. And now it's time for... Right. The Minish Recap. <laughs> and uh, we got a lot of stuff, frankly. Uh, I mean, we try not to date the podcasts too much by talking about topical stuff. Uh, frankly, because we're so unplugged from reality that we rarely have the opportunity to talk about topical stuff or we rarely want to rather but this this time is a uh, special circumstance because zyber two days ago a game came out which changed the way that we all shelter in place and the name of that game is doom eternal murder by numbers no it is neither of those games it is animal crossing new horizons on nintendo switch oh. uh, we are going to talk about murder by numbers here shortly but i wanted to kind of pick your brain zyber because i know you're farther into the game than i am and certainly deg has not even purchased animal crossing new horizons at this point Lame. what are you what are your kind of first impressions of the game and you know tell me what you're liking so far and maybe what uh what you hoped would be improved that hasn't quite yet been improved well i definitely like how like it's just improved art style. This this is now a console version of like New Leaf because New Leaf was the first Animal Crossing game I played. Um, game is beautiful. I definitely like how it gives you so many things that you can do every day. It's not just collect fish or insects and hopefully pay off your debt to a raccoon. Uh, you get to build things. You get to build your own tools, which 
break eventually, and then you get to build more. Um, you can travel to random islands to try to find villagers that you might like to come live on your island. Um, I mean, it basically starts off as a deserted island, and you're all in tents, and you just get to work on getting a house and getting a store and a museum and all these things. They're not just all already there for you with only a few things to, you know, get new of. I'm on day three, and I just got the store in. I have my house with uh, expansion in it, and I'm waiting for the museum to be made. It's under construction right now, so I'm just kind of hoarding a bunch of insects and everything. That's that's basically the only disappointing part to me. <laughs> just kind of how long everything takes. and I mean, every Animal Crossing game in the past has had some element of just waiting because you have to. It's just it's a slow burn and um but as a result of of some of the quality of life improvements they've made with this game because I've played every Animal Crossing and no Animal Crossing that I've ever played has had this level of like a sense of progression. Uh-huh. Um you like you said you start off with nothing. It's a deserted island and the other Animal Crossing games are very limited. It's like okay, you know, here's the town and you can build it up by essentially spending money. And with the Nook Mile system and with all the different ways they have of of bringing villagers to your island and you know progressing the store and progressing your own house like it just gives you a bunch of different options so that it doesn't fall into that animal crossing new leaf thing of oh you want to build the museum well you're going to need 100,000 bells to do it cuz everything in that game needed bells it was all about the bells and this game uh, i feel like i haven't really had obtained very many bells yet and uh, I feel like I'm progressing just fine without them. And I really enjoy the variety of ways in which they give you to build on what what you start with. Oh, yeah, the Miles thing is a really great idea because it's just it's showing you what all you can do in the game and then it's rewarding you for doing it. And another great part is that like when you first start the game, you can't even explore all the island. Like You have rivers blocking your path until you're able to get a stick to pull vault over it which is also a great new addition instead of having yeah. to rely on bridges at first i thought and that, i'm just oh, no, now able to the make game is, bridges the, sorry at first i thought oh no you know the the game i picked the wrong island like i won't be able to explore this part until i'm able to build bridges later and then i get this vaulting pole which i wasn't even aware was a thing and then now i'm vaulting all over the island and just like pulling weeds i enjoy pulling weeds they pay you for pulling weeds in the game uh, or yeah. you can use them for DIY, which is basically their fancy term for crafting. Um, do, do it yourself is DIY. Right, but I'm saying they call it that instead of calling it crafting because calling it crafting uh, you know, would make me cringe all over the place. But calling it DIY plays into that homeowner aspect of Animal Crossing, which I think is very clever. It also reminds me of WarioWare. Because like DIY nice. is building all this furniture and stuff. Do it yourself. You don't you don't craft furniture. You build it. I yeah. no, I craft furniture. No. Do you ever play Dragon so, Quest um, Builders? All you do in that game is craft furniture and then you have to craft Oh, can you can you make me a room? Oh, that's great. Can you make me another room and put a sign in it so that I know it's my room? Oh, can you make me a kitchen? Can you make me a a food in the kitchen that you just God, Dragon Quest Builders is freaking <laughs> So far, I have not had villagers request anything from me. Good. I don't want them how's to. The, how, how's the game on that slow? Because one of the things that I've always liked about the other Animal Crossing games, because I have played all of them except this one as well, Spiegel, 
Um, but how does it do with that slow burn? And one thing that I always liked about New Leaf and the original GameCube one and City Folk sucked uh, is that... Yes, it did. It had that zen, all right, today I'm going to put in like half an hour of play and we'll have done everything I need to do and I'll come back to it tomorrow. I like so, that it had that that slow upkeep feel to it. So it does have that in the sense that when you when you get to a certain point, they give you this thing called Nook Miles Plus, which we already mentioned Nook Miles, and that's just sort of the game rewarding you for just exploring and doing the things that you would do. And Nook Miles Plus is like little bonus incentives, like go catch five fish, go catch this specific type of bug, you know, sell five thousand worth of bells of stuff to the store. Um, and then they'll give you rewards for doing that. And you can do as many of them as you want. And it's just kind of ways the game is actively giving you ideas of how to be engaged with the world, uh, which Animal Crossing games in the past have never had before. So in addition to having your routine, the game is also giving you additional ideas for things to add to your routine and rewarding you for doing those things. It's really interesting, and I think it's a brilliant idea. Uh, And the first five are worth double points. It sounds dangerous, like um, introducing... MMORPG dailies, daily quests. Well, it's a daily quest in the Basically same way. Basically, already going. did that. But it's a da- it's daily in the it. sense that you already played Animal Crossing every day. So, what difference does it make? My concern is that it, it's it kind of plays off that like mobile gaming, uh, you know, just one more thing. That's where I, where I was about to go is the one more turn phenomena, which is to harken it back to something I've been doing recently. Um, Stardew Valley still sickeningly addicted to that it's always okay i'll do i'll do this next day oh well now now these vegetables are ready i'll let me harvest them and oh well i've already started let me do this next day the next thing i know it's 3 a.m in the morning and i have killed myself and not eaten all day i mean (laughs) in the game always do that with collecting bells in in both um so is that is there any danger like with this Nook Miles Plus, is that danger there of, oh, look, cool, new quest, let me just keep doing all of these? Or does it eventually get to the point where you're like, you know what, I don't, this is this is not worth the time I'm investing I'm bored in. and I don't need to do it. Yeah, I think it, do- I think it does, at least it has for me. There was never a point where I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. Like, initially I said to myself, you know, I'm going to do all the Nook Miles Plus challenges and that's going to be like my day. And then I found out, oh, once you do them all, they all refill, it adds more. Um, so you just keep cycling through them. Um, I mean, I, but I think, don't feel as though I need to do that. I think tools damaging themselves is actually a great reason to not keep playing because you can only do so many things before the tools break, and there's only so many resources each day you can collect in order to make new tools. Not sticks. You can get as many sticks as you want. No. I mean, not all at once. You still have to wait a certain amount of time for to be able to shake trees to get more sticks. No, man, just keep shaking that tree, man. It's going to drop like nine or ten sticks every time. I mean, how many sticks do you need? Nine or ten every time. Well, I don't even bother with the flimsy stuff anymore. I only make them in order to make the better stuff, which requires the iron nuggets, which definitely you can't get an infinite amount of every day. If this podcast were to be compared to a tool in Animal Crossing, it would be a flimsy podcast. Whoa. So, Deg, I have to, I have to ask you. You have played every Animal Crossing up to this point. What what has prevented you from getting New Horizons Day One and, and joining in all the fun with all of us? 
uh, multiple things such as, yes, I have in fact actually played all of them so far, so I feel like I kind of get it, you know? Um, I already have such a backlog of video games as it is. These excuses are not good ones because I could say the same things, so keep going. Um, I mean, that those 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 are my reasons. Clearly they were strong enough for me, but not strong enough for you. No, they were not strong enough to keep me away, so... Um, and it's not I, like the type of game where I feel like I'm missing out by waiting to get it. Because even with any all of the other Animal Crossings, especially particularly New Leaf, it was like, oh, cool. You can go to your friend's town and invite your friend over to your town, and that's great. And you know what I did maybe twice the entire time I had New Leaf? Was play with well, other people. I'll tell you what. You can come over so, to my island, Bomberland, anytime you want. When you get the game. Yeah, like all my friends and my sister are constantly playing. So I've been to like their places a few times, been to my place once. Some people already have all the fruit, which is just crazy to me. It's only been two days. I'm only missing the apples. Freaking nerds. I don't know. All right, well, that's enough Animal Crossing talk. Let's move on and let's talk about some of the other games we've been playing this week. Deg, you mentioned that you were playing Stardew Valley. Any additional, uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show. Any updates there? Like, have you married anyone yet? You know, are you, uh, you know, is your character drinking yourself to death like you are in real life? What's going on? Um, so me and my character are both drinking ourselves to death. It's fine. Um, yesterday I played a whole bunch because on Friday I had drank myself to death and then had a hangover all day yesterday. So I just sat in the dark and played Stardew Valley all day yesterday. And, um, I am just now into fall of year two. In the course of four days, I got the second home upgrade, which is $50,000. Bells. That took three days. Whatever. That took three days for the upgrade to complete. And then as soon as it completed, I immediately dropped 100,000 bells on the seller upgrade. So in the course of four days, I spent 150000 in game dollars. I do have Anne Wife. I decided to marry Leah, the artist. Oh, I got to look up um, some pictures of leah i have a deluxe coop and a deluxe barn so i've got four chickens four ducks four rabbits four cows four goats and four sheeps and a horse and the i have the the greenhouse and i've got a nice little fruit orchard going this all sounds wonderful it sounds like you're playing animal crossing in 2d like with sprites (laughs) basically and i um i have i've prettied up my farm with paths and stuff like that according to the stardew valley wiki here are the things that leah loves goat cheese poppy seed muffins presumably to mask the heroin that's in her system at all times salad she's an artist excuse me opium not heroin there's a difference uh salad gross stir fry truffle good which is freaking expensive you married a gold digger deg sorry vegetable medley (laughs) Which is like basically a salad, but with tomatoes and beets instead of leeks, dandelions, and vinegar. And wine, because she is a mm. drunk. You married a crazy person. Yep. What do you want for me? Validation. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, other game I've been playing is... Murder by Numbers, which yes. is a murder mystery Picross game. 
Yes. What? Uh, well, that's what that is? Yeah. Now I definitely need to buy that. It's so, great. It was like 16 or 17 bucks. So basically, Deg, it's it's like Phoenix Wright and Mario's Picross had a love child together. And the Picross is really good and the investigations are not very good. Uh, I finished the game this last week, uh, right before I started Animal Crossing, actually. And uh, I, I liked it. I liked the story. Um, I thought the investigation scenes were like kind of half-heartedly put together at best. I would have been fine if it was just a visual novel and you didn't have to do any investigation and they just like gave you the puzzles. Because like that part was the annoying part to me, trying to like piece all that stuff together. Eh, that's fine fit. I want it. I want it now because I like Picross. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. I like Picross. <laughs> Basically, you play as this um, this TV detective character. Uh, her name is Honor, which is a very woke 2020 name, I think. Um, for I keep your... reading, whenever people say her name, I keep thinking they're saying your honor. Uh, and you play as her and her friendly robot companion, Scout, uh, who goes through many identity crises in over the course of the game. Uh, and, and Scout is a very interesting character and one that I, I grew to like very much over the course of the game. And I, I mean, like any good murder mystery, great cliffhanger at the end. Can't wait for the sequel. To be clear, I enjoyed the game very much. Um, I just think there were certain things that could be refined, and uh, I would highly recommend it to anyone who just wants a nice little puzzle game, a nice breather between your Animal Crossing uh, breather. Yeah, I've only gone through the first two cases, and there's like four cases, and each case takes like, I don't know, four hours maybe? I guess it just depends on how good you are at the cross. They each get progressively longer along the way, so it sort of depends on how fast you are at the puzzles. Right. Like in most Picross games, it's more complicated. I also like every single person that I question. I always try to show every single piece of evidence because sometimes they just have fun things to say about things. Yeah, like Honor's mom is a total uh, firecracker oh in the game. She's so mean <laughs> to her daughter. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was that was a fun game. I would highly recommend it. That's a highly recommend from Zyber. What do you say, Spiegel? No, I really I liked it a lot too. I, I gave it a four out of five in my uh, in my official review for the game, which you can find on the official Bombers website, www.com. That's right. What he said? www. Which is the official Bombers website? Okay, now I got it. Yep. Uh, you know, funny funny story about our website is that uh, it was officially designed by Piddle. He's a web designer. Who knew? Yeah, maybe we'll talk more about it on his solo episode he's doing. Yeah, has he recorded that yet? Uh, he has recorded it. He told me that it's ready to go. Um, unfortunately, he told me that a little late into the process, uh, so we were already kind of prepping for this week's show. Uh, but it'll it'll be up next week, um, so you can all enjoy. Uh, as weird as it seems, that there's going to be a Piddle solo episode. This is not a joke. This is It's going up. It really is going to happen. So get I'm ready. i about it. Oh, hey, there's a present in the sky again. Sweet. Okay, so Zyber's playing Animal Crossing right now, which is why he's not talking all that much. So um, I am talking the normal amount of talking I do when I'm sick. (laughs) Well, here, I've got some other stuff that I've done the past week or so. Tell us about that. Well, I made some lasagna and some Oreo cheesecake for Haley, my fiancé, and her family. 
it was really great food. They Wait, I always what? told them for a while now that I'd love to make something for them. So I hold hold on, I'm sorry. I, they like hold on, food. I think can we, can did, we back up a little bit. Zyber, huh? did you just did you just low key bury the lead on us? What do you mean? Did you just like totally skate over the the part about the lasagna? Because I, I want to hear more about the lasagna. You got into the Oreo cheesecake, and okay. I, I want to hear more about this lasagna. Yeah, so initially I was going to make a vegan lasagna because I found a recipe for that, and it sounded really good. But Haley was just like, uh, no, maybe you should just make a regular lasagna for my family for the first time. So I went for... Uh, the first time is very important. Yeah, so I went for a recipe that my mom uses a lot, and yeah, it was pretty great. Honestly, surprised <laughs> that we were able to get all the ingredients we needed. What kind of uh, lasagna noodle do you use? Is it just like a, a plain? Do you go for like a wheat or, or something special like that? Uh, we just use regular. And then, of course, you lose the ricotta and like just a, like a meat sauce or... Yeah, so we had a meat... Or we used pasta sauce with two pounds of hamburger. And then we actually used cottage cheese instead of ricotta. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And then we still have mozzarella and parmesan as the shredded cheese for each layer. Right. That seems that seems good. I I think I would eat that lasagna. Yeah, it was really great, and apparently it's even better the next day. What is the deal with colored pasta? Far farfanola, far farfalla. Why Farfala. would anybody want to eat spinach flavored pasta? It's it's a perversion. I like spinach pasta. Spinach is good. Uh, so. We'll move on from that. Uh, congratulations to Zyber on his impending uh, lasagna leftovers. That's great news. I do want to uh, know where the commas were in that previous sentence. What? Probably like all over. <laughs> Wherever the pauses were, that's what? where the comma. That's what English class taught me. There's, there's a comma after every comma. word, just in case. There's a comma after that's just shatner speak <laughs> we should all live by it i think we should all strive to live like william shatner what is he on is he on his uh like eighth wife at this point i mean he would be i mean <laughs> if he was in stardew valley i mean he would just have his own harem at this point i uh, yeah i have nothing more to add to that if he was an animal crossing he would have the astro wall and the spaceship floor, and a telescope, and a bunch of like floating planets as furniture. And he would sleep on the rings of Saturn, and he would snort space dust. I mean, he's already snorting space dust. Yeah. that's. The, um, I, what, I just want to clarify, that's a joke. All right, now that we've gotten the slander portion of the podcast out of the way, let's talk <laughs> about something that we are, we've all started doing, gentlemen. And that is the elusive, the thing we've all been waiting for. The work from home opportunity. We are all working from home now. Uh, can't really say why. It just sort of all seemed to come at once. Everyone's like, okay, we're all going to start working from home now, so go home. Excuse me. Yeah, it's highly and, coincidental that we all started the exact same week. But yeah, I'm I mean, very what, happy and proud for all of us for, for, for nailing it down like that. What a week to start it with, with Animal Crossing coming out and everything, too. I'm not right? really fond of it because my last day at this job is Tuesday. And so it's just like, oh, hey, work from home for the last two weeks. Just like, can I just not? I would have just called in yep. sick. You know, say you have, uh, say you have seasonal say you have... influenza, and say, hey, can't come in. Sorry, guys, I'm very contagious. 
Uh, and then do a bunch of fake coughing. Two weeks of sick time saved up, right? I mean, I you are. I hear you sniffling over there. Can we edit that out, by the way? Any of those sniffles? <laughs> it might take effort. No, they're all staying in. Um, I I don't get any personal days or sick days at this current job, so that's a no. I'm real glad you got a new job then, because that's some hot garbage right there. Yeah, and the new job starts me off with three personal days, so I'm actually excited. You can't give IT guys personal days, because then they'll just use them, you know, whenever the newest JRPG comes out, and then you can't give IT guys they'll all be at the same days, time because they're not really they're not really people. Yeah. As a teacher, Haley, my fiance, has actually used personal days for a lot of video game reasons, but they don't suspect it because she's a teacher. I feel like a teacher is the one person I would most expect to do something like that now that I'm thinking about it. I know a lot of teachers, and and they, they all probably took personal days for Animal Crossing. If I was a teacher, your kids would be effed up, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just saying. Just yeah, putting man. that out there. If I was a teacher, huh? Man. Yeah, I get you, Spiegel. Yeah, that'd be bad for everybody. I'd be getting all my kids sick. Just walking up and down the rows of desks, coughing on people. Yeah. Walking on the desks. Cough. F. Cough. Cough. Coughing on people. Just like high stepping from desk to desk and coughing on the head of each student. As you... What is going on with this? This is getting weird. All right. Uh, what else? So we're working from home. How is, how is everybody liking the work from home setup? Because I I, I thought... That... <coughs> Not okay? the first to cough. Success. <laughs> the, the mental image of you high-stepping and coughing killed me. I'm dead now. Oh, man. Turns out so Deg is the first... Cyber. Yeah, Deg was the first one to die. That's, uh, first that's blood. Deg, first blood, part two. Is he eating more of the Japanese stuff? Is a lollipop. Japanese You're lollipop? crunching on... Okay. So, all I have is a laptop. So, I actually really oh. don't like working from home. I see, like, other people knew in advance who weren't taking their extra monitors and stuff. But I'm just all like, how am I supposed to give it back to the company when I no longer work for them? So, I didn't do that. I mean... Are are you required to give it back when you're done working for the company? Because I took a monitor home yesterday from the office, and or on Friday from the office, and they didn't seem to like really register it. Like they didn't, they just asked for my name, and I was like, all right, and then they just, they just like let me go. Like it's yours now. It was weird. Well, no, they definitely would want it back. Uh, they they having a box shipped to me to bring back my regular stuff. But they would need to have a lot of boxes in order to ship back monitors as well. Yeah, my work didn't give me anything. They were like, hey, you have a computer, right? Here, do this to lo- to log in and remote in from your personal computer. And I was like, uh, sure. Wow. Oh, work on your personal computer. And then they were computer. like, could, oh, since, get you're any using, since, you're, since you're using your personal computer, you're not allowed to have the VoIP soft phone on your... You can't do that. And I was like, well, then I guess I just don't have a phone because i'm not getting not forwarding work-related phone calls to my personal cell phone i'm just not doing it that's fine because i also don't have a phone but that's because my cell phone never worked and i was just like well there's only three weeks left of working might as well not try to fix it and then a week later they're like hey you need to work from home so i was just like well guess i'm just not gonna have a phone then that seems fine 
Although they did say that they're going to give me an actual work computer and monitor from work next week to to take home. Hmm. It's also because they want you to start taking calls again. Internet was down, and so there was three hours of a day that I just wasn't able to work until the internet company came and fixed it. I have this supreme guilt that builds up in my soul when I'm working at home and I've got like all my stuff here and then all of a sudden something just like stops working and I'm like, oh crap, I'm at home. There's nobody here to like look at me and keep me accountable. So if I don't, if I don't, uh, you know, if I'm not productive, they're going to think I'm not doing anything. So I have like that moment of panic where I'm like, what do I do? Like, I need to get this fixed like immediately because if I'm at the office, I can just go tell my boss like, hey, this isn't working. They need to fix it. But now it's like, I'm almost, I'm, I'm worried about the lack of accountability in a, in a weird way. I used to be worried about the lack of accountability until I was actually tracking my department's productivity and realized <laughs> that even whenever I feel like I'm doing nothing, I'm still doing more than everybody else. And then I stopped caring. Yeah, ditto. Even with three hours less of work, I still did more than other people. Humble brag. And now we welcome in a very special group of guests to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Deg's co-workers. Welcome to Bombers, everybody. Uh, and, and, you know, we also have Zyber's co-workers here, too. And they'd like to uh, say some words to uh, both of you in regards to uh, the content that they just consumed over the last 44 minutes of the show. Guys, take it away. <laughs> Yeah, well, do more work then. Wonderful. You know, it's funny how we can improv a segment and it comes off even worse than the segments that we we plan. So, fun times here on Bombers. We're good at this. And that's why we still have the 10 or 11 of you that are listening. I mean, one and a half of us are dead right now, so I think we're doing pretty good. I will be alive by the end of the podcast, uh, which is more than I can say for any of the characters in the game that I am currently playing when I'm not playing Animal Crossing, which is Final Fantasy 1 and 2 Dawn of Souls on the Nintendo Game Boy Advance, part of, gentlemen, 2020, Year of the RPG. Now, this game is old school. It's old school as hell, Deg. And what I mean by that is it's punishing it is a punishing game uh don't die because if you die like if one of your party members dies you are screwed okay because there there are random battles everywhere and like i can't seem to find any shops that sell phoenix down to restore my party member's life and you don't learn the white magic for life until like level five and the magic isn't there yet. And I mean, you know, there's just all sorts of problems early game that you can solve by just grinding and grinding and grinding. So that's what I did. Don't and, you go uh, to churches to revive people in that game? Yeah, you do. But it costs it costs money or a gill, um, yeah, which is in like, very short supply early in the game. That's that's basically how you're supposed to revive people in the early game, though. Well, that's a, great. I have a counter suggestion. Money or don't die it's um don't play final fantasy Ooh. well i kind of like it though is this the psp version no this is the game you boy advance it was version. Game boy advance uh put down animal crossing and pay attention your to your issue? friends you need the psp version that's so much better the psp versions of the first four games are superior to the game boy or ds versions is that Why? the first time that the psp version of anything has been superior to anything Yes, but also why? 
Well, in particular, P- the Final Fantasy three on the PSP doesn't require like street passing people like it does on the DS. I don't have the DS version. I have cool. the Game Boy Advance version. We're talking about why the PSP versions of 1 and 2 are better than the Game Boy Advance one. Put down Animal Crossing and pay attention to your friends. Because PSP feels better to hold. If I went through my life judging everything based on what feels best to hold, uh, my life would be very different. Ain't that the truth. That's mildly disturbing to think about. Let's move on to something else. <clears throat> what else? What have else you do done we have? any other 2020 year of the RPG crap, Spiegel? Or is uh, this I the st- next big thing? Well, so I put Mass Effect on here, um, but to kind of make an announcement, I have uh, suspended my Mass Effect run. And uh, frankly, the reason for that is because there's just a lot of stuff going on in my world right now. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Things have been really stressful. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get into too much uh, personal stuff, but, you know, we got that. We got the house coming up. We got... You know, the inevitable move coming. There's all these games coming out that, that like Animal Crossing that I need to sink a specific amount of time into a day at least, you know, and it's just not a great time for me to play Mass Effect right now. So as much as I love the game, I got to put it on hold for, for now. So I'm sorry, Shepard. I love you. I love you. It's probably not the best idea to play Final Fantasy games when you're already stressed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I realized that last night Effect, when I lost like an hour... F- because I forgot to save, and then my whole party got paralyzed and died. That makes yeah. you feel better about life, doing stuff like that. No, does it? no. What? Yeah, I hearken back to my original counter offer. Just uh, don't play Final Fantasy. Yeah. What would you have me play instead of Final Fantasy for 2020 year of the RPG? Like, if you were to pick an RPG for me to play next, what would it? What would it be? Dishonored. Which is technically uh i believe an rpg so don't worry i'm never gonna play dishonored Borat. i don't know oh yeah that was a good movie what? Borat. Borat. Borat, the movie yeah oh <laughs> Fair enough. uh all right uh anything else you got I, i'm addicted to now. i'm just gonna read some of the other stuff i wrote uh getting addicted to caffeine i'm now addicted to caffeine uh, nice. I grind I grind my teeth on my little plastic mouth guard, uh, and that wakes me up at night. Um, so the, the mouth guard is protecting my teeth, but I'm not sleeping any better. That's not good. That's yeah, not great. No. Definitely not amazing. Then, no. And then the last thing, uh, this is a question for you, a Bomber's Notebook question, dare I say. Um, should I care about the greatest hits label on the original PlayStation on, on those jewel cases? Like, it kind of bothers me that it's green and not black. It doesn't match the rest of my collection, and it, it annoys me. No. But should I care? You should not care. I said I answered it. Zyber, what do you think? I don't think it cares. You don't think it cares. All right. <laughs> All right successful episode guys uh we have a couple more segments deg what's the next one we haven't had this segment for a while but i think it's time for you all to realize that uh we here at the bombers do in fact occasionally sell out it's the selling out session we need to make money this we need to make money you know this is not a free operation that we just give you every week an hour of entertainment for nothing so we have to get something out of it and for that we now bring to you and say hey 
medical masks. There's no reason not to get in on medical masks right now. Medical masks. So effective. So safe. So sane. Get yours today. Oh, uh, wait. You can't because everyone else already did. That's how effective this podcast is at selling stuff. Send us your ad copy today, advertisers. Thank you. Bring us more money and we will advertise things that are sold out already. Thank you. You can uh, Twitter at us uh, on our Twitters or you can uh, Discord at us on our Discord which you can find in the uh, link to the, uh, or the uh, description, what am I saying? The description the of the episode. Link. The invite link in the description of the episode. You can find, find it the below. description in the link of the episode. Wherever you are, you could, it's below you. Link's a tree. Everything's below me. All right, good banter, gentlemen. And now it's time for the final segment of today's Bombers. And that is a classic segment that we are bringing back for the first time in multiple episodes which we didn't count oh but no uh spiegel's treasure ladies and gentlemen yeah who's excited i'm excited excuse me (laughs) so excited that i made zyber burp yep all right i got powers what do i got here guys i got five games that we're going to be guessing today two xbox 360 games one wii game one original xbox game and one gamecube game where do you want to start with our spiegel's treasure episode 33 edition gamecube all right this is an interesting one guys because this gamecube game is not a game at all it is in fact a preview disc and the 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 front of the uh the case shouts from the rooftops five playable demos and then it shows four games so i don't know what the fifth one is but there's apparently five demos and those demos are sonic adventure dx director's cut that's the gamecube game that they ported to the gamecube tom clancy's splinter cell uh beautiful joe and Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. And apparently, uh, there are also... Okay, so the fifth demo is Soul Calibur 2. And included as well are trailers and uh, sizzle reels of F-Zero GX, The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, Star Wars, Rebel Strike, Rogue Squadron 3, NCAA Football 2004, and Madden 2004. Oh my god, what an action-packed disc this is. I have a question. Yeah. Why did you buy a preview disc when you could have just bought those games? Because I thought it was cool. Or I thought it was cool. Already own those games. I thought it was cool and like kind of collectible to have like a little demo disc. I like it. It even says not for resale on the back of the box. So technically, I own an illegal product, which is very cool. I feel like that's most games. Like, like two buck fifty. Yeah. So, like, there's the question. These games are basically worthless. But they they're might not worthless. Have a... Demos. Yeah, they're not even games. But they how might much have would you pay for a for demo being rare? Um, I would pay for a box of cereal because that's basically where you got these from. So like two buck fifty. I'll go with two bucks. Wait did did this preview did this like preview disc thing really come in a box of cereal? I don't know the history behind where this was produced. I assumed it was like a Nintendo Power thing. It's either from Nintendo Power or from a box of cereal. I mean, like, I have like two PlayStation demo discs. I don't know where they came from. I just have them. Also, if you connect your Game Boy Advance to your GameCube while this demo disc is in, you get 
downloadable demos of WarioWare Inc. and Dr. Mario, which is just, I mean, this thing is loaded with content. $2.50, Deg, that's insulting. I paid three ninety nine for this beauty. Super excited about it. That's insulting. That's three bucks too much. I completely disagree. I'm like super jazzed that I own this thing. I think it's a cool little thing. I don't know. Well, we're judging you, but we're glad you're excited. Think about the hours of entertainment that I'm going to get from these demos. I mean, my gosh, a demo of Beautiful Joe. Oh, can you imagine a better way to play Beautiful Joe than just playing five minutes of it? Because I can't. That's like how much I played of Wind Waker on the Zelda collector's disc. Except that I had a controller of a broken analog stick, so Link would usually just instantly jump into the water and drown. But I mean, still he, kept trying. He just really didn't. He just really didn't want to do that adventure. That's all. See, now I had a not broken analog stick, and Link just kept jumping into the water and drowning. Deg, stop mm. living out your wild fantasies through the characters in the video games that you play. <laughs> all right, uh, Deg What's got the, the point. Game? Deg got the point. So you pick the next game: two Xbox 360s, an Xbox, and a Wii game. Regular Xbox. Let's go with the regular Xbox game, and this is a uh, this is actually a sequel to a Sega Saturn game called Panzer Dragoon. There's actually going to be a uh, they're remaking that game on the Nintendo Switch and possibly PC. I can't remember. Panzer um, Dragoon Orta. It is Panzer Dragoon Orta. Very good. Um, from the shadows of history, a legend reawakens. How much did I pay for Panzer Dragoon Orta? Twelve bucks. Six bucks. Oh, you guys wildly off on this one. This was $30, uh, really? which is actually, it's close to market value for the game. It's actually a little bit cheaper than the average market price for this. It's a 34 on pricecharting.com, our favorite website for tracking these nonsensical things. Uh, kind of steep for an on-rails shooter where you ride a dragon and, and, and shoot fireballs at things, but ultimately probably the best game where you ride on dragons and shoot fireballs at things. So I was just basing off of Xbox games. Yeah, I was thinking uh, of being an Xbox game. There's some expensive Xbox I games, guess too. I'll go for the Wii, then. Okay, so it's one-to-one. Zyber's going for the Wii game, which is a game... Okay, this is really weird. Uh, Play Magazine says that it's the best game for the Wii since Mario Galaxy. A franchise is born. Uh, ironic, because South Peak Games' Mushroom Men, The Spore Wars, was the only game in that franchise. Soundtrack by Primus's Les Claypool. This is a weird one, guys, uh, but I'm very happy I found it. I have a fun little anecdote about Mushroom Men, The Spore Wars. Back when I used to do customized amiibos on Etsy, one of the customized amiibos that someone had me make was a Mushroom Man from Mushroom Men. <laughs> really? Huh. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is so this is kind of a this is kind of from an era of Wii games where it was all about getting small and getting disgusting. Like you remember Deadly Creatures? Um, there were a lot of like just kind of gross games on the Wii that were coming out around this time. Just to kind of appeal to like the weird people who actually cared enough to buy weird Wii games. There were a lot of these. Um, twelve fifty. Seven. Deg gets the point. You almost hit it right on the head, my friend. It was $12 even, so very close. Oh. Good guess by you. It is two to one, and now sudden death begins for Zyber. Actually, I guess it's not sudden death. It's it's uh, it's whatever. So this is the way I die. It, is Maybe. Su- it will be sudden death. We have like one minute to find we- out. So, uh, Deg, uh, would you prefer the game that starts with an F or the game that starts with a G? G. Well, Ghost we're Recon. now looking at 
No, no. We're now looking at Guitar Hero Metallica completing my Guitar Hero collection on the 360. I've now got all of them. That's uh, 20 guest acts, including Alice in Chains, Bob Seger, Leonard Skinner, Mastodon, Motorhead, Queen, Social Distortion, System of a Down, all excellent bands except for Queen. How much did I pay for Guitar Hero Metallica? 12 bucks. Metallica, I seem to recall, was one of the Guitar Heroes that came after or right during the crash. That would be false, I, I think. That's kind of when... So this game came out right after World Tour, which is the first one where you could use the drums. You could do the drums and the, and the vocals. And I think that was... I think it was a little after the peak, but I think it was before the crash. Well, I thought it was one of the laster ones. Uh, 17. Zyber. Yeah, well, well, I went with 12. Yeah. Zyber. Deg gets the point. It was $18. Wow. So that's it for that. That's it for that round of uh, Spiegel's Treasure. Deg, Deg kind of cl- clawing back. What the hell is the score right now? It's Zyber 7, Spiegel 4, Deg 4, Nemi 1, and Piddle 0. Get it together, my friend. Uh, the other game, by the way, was Fear, First Encounter, Assault uh, Recon. Assault Recon. Uh, official Hello. Xbox Magazine says, Fear will rock the console world. Okay. These magazines are very... Um, positive. Optimistic. That's a word, yeah. Well, they Seriously. get paid to put out good reviews, so... Uh, this game was produced by Vivendi, which actually, um, back when this game first came out, it was Vivendi was headquartered on the street of the apartment complex that I used to live in in Fresno, California. So, fun fact for you there. Uh, for, for funsies? $13. 15 It was actually 7 Quite a bargain uh, for a pretty good game, uh, I'm told. Fear is uh, fear is pretty good. Yeah, it should be good. All right, that's it for us. Um, thanks everybody for uh, you know listening Hanging to this out with us for an hour. Whatever this is. Well, rest in peace, Vivendi, and also Zyber. Blah.